0: it is 14 january sunday i'm charlie garrett and this is the cg prophecy report welcome to something sylvania that and a lot of other things to go over on today's report Okay, um, let's see here. I want to say this before we get into the articles is that just so you know, Rumble now has playlists, So if you go to Rumble to uh, watch church stuff, we spent a couple days, me and another guy, and we got everything on the playlists. Instead of having one long string of stuff that you have to scroll through, uh, everything is on playlists. And if you want to know how to access that, you go to the bottom I believe, and well, it'll be different because I'm doing it from an admin thing and so maybe I'll confuse you, but they do have them. If you can't find the playlists, let me know and I will send you a link uh, of how to do that. But um uh great stuff from Rumble. Got some news from Israel from the Jerusalem Post. Israeli research uses Earth's magnetic field to verify event in Bible's Book of Kings. Now, this is something I talked about with a different place uh, earlier last year, and now they've confirmed the Bible once again with this type of technology. It's a breakthrough technology based on measuring the magnetic field recorded in burnt bricks researchers at four Israeli universities have corroborated the occurrence of an event described in the Bible's second book of Kings, the conquest of the Philistine city of Gath by Hazael, king of Aram. And it's a great read. I'm just telling you that it's a long article. If you want to read it, go read it. It's wonderful what they're doing and able to do nowadays to actually confirm scripture. From Haaretz, Amid Israeli destruction in Gaza, a new crime against humanity emerges. Domicide. Okay, we're going to see a lot of this in the uh, months ahead. Um, I I just read an article on it this morning as well, but uh, it's kind of a two-sided thing. I'm going to be fair with this when I present this, but obviously when we went into Germany— Domicide wasn't a word. They just went in and they destroyed, like, uh, the burning of, what was that, Hanover or uh, one of the cities, they just completely, uh, what was it? Hanau. Hanau, okay. Uh, and the British, they firebombed every night. I mean, and nobody. I think you're of Dresden. Dresden as well. Thank you. Dresden, all right. So these cities were completely destroyed, and there were people living in them. They just went in and firebombed it. It was never considered a war crime. Exactly. But all of a sudden, it's exactly. something new when Israel does it. A new war-related concept and term may enter the list of crimes against humanity. Domicide, domestic or domicile plus side, refers to the deliberate and systematic destruction of homes and basic infrastructure in a manner that renders them uninhabitable. Well, when you've got tunnels under those homes and people firing from those tunnels, you go and you destroy everything. This is absolutely crazy, but this is the thinking of the world today. Well, what about your regime? absolutely. What about any of these things? It's just because it's Israel. That's it. This term repeatedly has been mentioned recently at academia conferences, hearings held by international organizations and in the media. Israel, according to scholars and other observers, is raking devastating destruction upon Gaza and its residents. Now, they told the residents months ago, go south, and then they started bombing, and anybody that's left is a target. That's all there is to it. And as such is guilty of crimes against humanity. Uh, According to an investigator, 37,000 buildings in the Strip have been damaged during the war so far. Of them, 10,000 have been entirely demolished. These numbers are extraordinary by any measure. I wouldn't think so if you saw the city of Dresden, but whatever. In Aleppo, which paid a heavy price during the war between Syrian President Bashar Assad's forces and rebel troops, some 4,700 buildings were entirely destroyed over three years. So they're comparing an apple with an orange and they're saying, see... It doesn't work that way, but that's what they're doing. Israel destroyed double that number of structures in seven weeks. Comparisons to other conflicts are no kinder to Israel either. In the first week of the war alone, Israel dropped six thousand bombs on the Strip, more than the annual total used by the U.S. in Afghanistan. So what? Apple, orange. Yes. From the Middle East Eye, Israel and Hawks with Rwanda and Chad to exile Palestinians. So, some people have denied this happened. Some people say it has happened. They've got pictures of them doing it. But um, uh, now they're... Taking this, the buildings are being destroyed and they're taking, recommending moving these people as another war crime because these people have a right to be in that land. Well, we'll read the article. Israeli officials are in talks with Rwanda and Chad to receive Palestinians pushed out of the Gaza Strip. The initiative is spearheaded by the foreign ministry and Mossad. The business is very complex. We must promote this channel, but be very careful of the reactions in the world and also of the fear that it will be interpreted as a transfer and not a voluntary migration. That's why we work with close legal advice. The basic outline of the initiative is to give a generous financial grant to any Palestinian who expresses a desire to leave Gaza, along with extensive aid to the receiving country, including military aid. On Wednesday, similar talks were held with the DRC, which is Congo, which appeared less willing to accept that offer. The policy to cleanse Gaza of Palestinians wholesale is slowly becoming the leading and official policy of the government and the coalition. The Israeli government is keen to say that Palestinians are not being ethnically cleansed from Gaza, but rather that the move would be a voluntary immigration policy. The distinction has been scrutinized because Israeli politicians have gone on the record explicitly laying out plans to make Gaza unlivable for its inhabitants and replace the population with Israeli settlers. Voices in Israel are increasingly open about plans to remove Palestinians from Gaza after almost three months' bombardment of the besieged Palestinian territory." In November, Israeli finance minister Smotrich backed a plan for the voluntary migration of Palestinians. That was in November, so it's been a while now. In addition to Smotrich, the far-right national security minister, uh, Itamar Ben-Giver, said on Monday there should be a migration of the residents of Gaza to outside of the besieged enclave. So you've got people that are trying to push it from within Israel. You've got the government, which is trying to make it voluntary and giving benefits for it to happen. And you got people that are saying that they shouldn't be allowed to leave at all. That's their land, and they should be there forever. So it's just one of those things that people are arguing over. And, you know, Israel, it doesn't matter what they do. It makes zero difference what they do. They will be blamed for what they're doing. And so they might as well just do it. From Israel today, IDF commando, one of the most ludicrous statements on the face of the planet. He doesn't have a clue what's coming. It is the time of Jacob's trouble, he says, which is the Old Testament equivalent of the tribulation period. Commander of top IDF counterterrorism unit gets biblical about the war he and his men are waging in Gaza. As if what's going on in Gaza is the time of Jacob's trouble. They don't have a clue what is coming on that nation. Not a clue. When it comes, you know, we were talking about this before we got started. We had somebody visit the church one time and he was saying, we're right at the end. We can't go any further. It's getting worse and it it can't get any worse. The Lord has to be coming right now. And I said, you don't have a clue. No. You don't have a clue. I've lived in countries where it is so poor that people hardly exist. And we're eating big meals every day or whatever. We've got wide roads. We've got cars that work. We've got power in these buildings. They don't have a clue what the rest of the world is like. No. Morally, the country is going down the tubes. Yeah. That's happening around the whole world. But we can get a lot, lot Lot worse worse. before the Lord comes. It's up to Him. I'm not speculating on that issue at all. Okay, He will come when He comes, and if it's 50 years from now or if it's tomorrow, we'll all be ready because we have called on Jesus. Otherwise, let the issue go. Okay, we got some news from Christianity today from the Christian Post Florida abortion amendment has enough signatures to appear on the ballot this year. Now, we passed a law here where you can't have an abortion after a certain amount of time, and there are certain things. So, what the left always does is they go to the constitutional process. And this is what they did in Ohio, I believe it was. Was it? Yeah, Ohio, where they had laws about abortion and they went in and they just brought it up on the ballot. Now it's abortion on demand, basically. Okay. That's what they're doing here. They have now introduced an amendment to the Florida Constitution, which will be voted on. And people, not knowing anything, they just go in and they always check yes, 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 yes on all of the amendments, always end up cutting off their own noses, okay? After the things are enacted, they're like, well, why do we have this law? It's because you checked yes on it. When you get to the ballot box, you need to make sure you check every amendment. Do it in advance. Know what you're going to vote for in advance. But here we go. A pro-abortion advocacy group has announced that its ballot measure seeking to enshrine a right to abortion in the Florida Constitution has amassed the required number of signatures, making it one step closer to appearing on the ballot this fall. Floridians Protecting Freedom... Protecting Freedom by the Murder of Little Babies, the organization behind the push to make abortion a constitutional right in the Sunshine State, shared in a statement that the Florida Division of Elections verified 910,946 petitions submitted by the campaign. The activist group says it has accumulated 20,000 more than the required minimum number of signatures to get the initiative on the ballot. The amendment to limit government interference with abortion declares no law shall prohibit penalize delay or restrict abortion before viability or when necessary to protect the patient's health now that's a caveat there that means you know i I have a cold and i can't live with this baby in my womb anymore now it's necessary they have all this wording that will allow murder on demand as determined by the patient's health care provider You get a doctor that supports abortion, he's going to sign off on every single one of them. It stresses that this amendment does not change the legislature's constitutional authority to require notification to a parent or guardian before a minor has an abortion. Oh, gee, that's good. So the children still need to let their parents know or somebody has to let them know. That will change. Once this is done, they will continue to do this. Once they have the foot in the door, it will be abortion on demand, any age, any situation. Current Florida law prohibits abortions after 15 weeks gestation. If passed, the proposed ballot initiative would nullify the pro-life protections in place in the state. This is what they do. This is what they are going to do unless people are informed. From LifeSite, Italian priest excommunicated after saying usurper Pope Francis is not the Pope. These people are just fed up with this guy and they're starting to speak out. An Italian priest has been summarily excommunicated after he declared during a homily that Pope Francis is not the Pope. He is a usurper. In a brief statement, Chancellor of the Diocese of Livorno, Father Matteo Giavazzi, informed the diocese that Father Ramon Guidetti had incurred a latte sentiate, automatic excommunication. He gets lattes over here all the time. So, okay. The chancellor's statement read We inform you that Don Ramon Guidetti, priest of the Diocese of Livorno and parish priest of the parish of San Ranieri in Guastisi, on December 31st, 2023, during the Eucharist celebration, publicly performed an act of a schismatic nature, refusing submission to the supreme pontiff and communion with the members of the church subject to him. And so he's out. From the Christian Post, priest defiant after being excommunicated for calling Pope Francis usurper and a Jesuit Freemason. Father Gooey Deddy said he intends to frame excommunication decree and hang it on the wall. Yes. I like that guy. Okay, from the Christian Post. We'll see where this goes. I'll hold any comments and we'll just see where it goes in a year or so. Um, American Bible Society appoints First Female president. The American Bible Society has announced that Jennifer Holleran will become their new president and CEO, making her the first woman to hold such a position in the Christian organization's over 200 year history. From Reuters, indiscriminately striking civilians is a war crime, Pope says in a major speech. Well, then, every single missile that has been sent from the Gaza Strip, every one of them, 10,000 is a war crime. They should be charged with 10,000 war crimes, but they don't think that way. Breitbart, Pope Francis dedicates January prayer to diversity in the church. When you see the word diversity, it doesn't mean black and white and Rwandan and American. It means that you are going off a cliff. That's what that means. Okay, we got some news from the Mideast and Africa today. From Just the News, al-Qaeda threatens New York City energy, transportation with suicide bombers, relaunches English magazine. Al-Qaeda's Arabian Peninsula... Branch released a video in English threatening a New York City's energy grid and subway system, as well as airplanes in general, with suicide bombers as the group relaunched its English language magazine, Inspire. Ooh, It opens with a picture of Al-Qaeda's logo and the translated Quran verse, and fight in the way of Allah, you are not held responsible except for yourself and Inspire the Believers." The video features a video of the American flag followed by Israeli flags being burned as a voice says, our enemy is one, and that is why we strive jihad against this enemy. The video then shows what appears to be a bomber, as the narrator says. We have returned to you again in a new form, and we present to you open-source jihad." Inspire was last published in 2017, and the video suggests that the brand has been reinvented in an expanded form. The video flashes between scenes of busy areas of New York City, an exploding aircraft, the subway system, a person assembling a bomb, and operatives with suicide vests wearing Palestinian kefias. By promoting open-source jihad, al-Qaeda, the group responsible for the September 11, 2001 terrorist attacks, is hoping to Decentralize weapons manufacturing, instructions, and materials. A longer video was released days after the first. It issues a call to action to take revenge for what is happening in Gaza after Israel responded to the Hamas invasion on October 7th. So, once again, we're facing that. From the Times of Israel, expert. Hezbollah has built, this is Hezbollah in Lebanon, has built a vast tunnel network, far more sophisticated than Hamas's. Okay, yeah. Two weeks ago, the IDF spokesman revealed one of the biggest attack tunnels in the Gaza Strip for kilometers long, wide enough for vehicles to drive through, and running from Jabila, north of Gaza City, up until some 400 meters from the Eretz border crossing into Israel. While the tunnel did not cross the border, it presumably could have enabled terrorists on motorcycles and other vehicles to drive underground from the Jabila area and exit close to the border before IDF surveillance soldiers or patrols could block them. The IDF did not specify whether this was the case with the 3,000 Hamas-led terrorists as they poured into Israel on October 7th. The uncovering of this vast tunnel, of which there are several more in Gaza, has revived discussion of similar tunnels near, at, and under the Lebanon border, especially amid the ongoing clashes there with the Iranian-backed Hezbollah terrorist army the forced evacuations of tens of thousands of Israeli residents of the north, and the Israeli leadership's repeated insistence that Hezbollah must be forced back from the border and deterred. The Lebanon tunnel project was begun and developed long before the one in Gaza. Existing intelligence indicates a vast tunnel network in southern Lebanon, deep and multi-pronged. At the Alma Research and Education Center, which focuses on the security challenges on Israel's northern border, researchers have spent many years investigating Lebanon's underworld. It has exposed that subterranean network and material based on considerable open-source intelligence, tracking down on the Internet a map of polygons covering what he calls the land of the tunnels— In southern Lebanon. In our assessment, these polygons mark Hezbollah's staging centers as a part of the defense plan against an Israeli invasion of Lebanon. Each local staging center, defense, possesses a network of local underground tunnels. Between all these centers, an infrastructure of regional tunnels was built. Interconnected with them. It is assessed that the cumulative length of Hezbollah's tunnel network in South Lebanon amounts to hundreds of kilometers. So they are preparing for whatever comes in the future, whether it's attacking Israel or being attacked by Israel. From truth out, 80% of global famine, 80% of global famine. 80% 80% of global famine is currently in Gaza, UN expert warns. Can you believe that? They have planes flying over there day and night from French, and they just drop supplies in there to these places. They got people driving over the border, feeding these people. 80% of the global famine is currently in Gaza. These people are absolutely crazy. There's people that believe it. Yeah, that's it. People read that and they say, oh, look at that. Yeah, who are they? <sighs> Times of Israel. No food shortage in Gaza, says IDF official, <laughs> dismissing UN claims to the contrary, much less 80% of the global famine. During press tour at Karem Shalom border crossing, IDF liaison flouts UN reports of starvation in Gaza, blames international organizations for delay in transfer of aid to the Strip. But even then, they're not starving over there. Now we got some news from Mongolia. From Yon Hup, which is a Korean service, GS25 convenience stores, it's like our Walmarts, they are growing rapidly in Mongolia and Vietnam. GS25 says it has strengthened its presence in Mongolia and Vietnam in recent years by aggressively expanding its outlets. GS Group's convenience store chain entered the Vietnamese and Mongolia markets in January 2018 and May 2021, something that I reported on. The GS25 chain's outlets in Vietnam have soared to 245 from 26 in 2018, and those in Mongolia surged to 273 from 34 in 2021 sales in the two Asian countries also uh, jumped held by K foods such as some food I can't pronounce or stir fried rice cakes and fried chicken as well as coffee and spaces for eating in GS 25 stores. Now I'd like to make a comment about chicken. I have been to countries all over the world. You too. There's several of you that have been to a lot of countries. Every country I've ever been in has chicken on a stick. Uh, You've seen it? They put chicken on there and you set it down. Has anybody not seen that where you've gone? I can't think of a country I've been to where you can't get chicken on a stick. So there you go. Daniel 12 Technology today. Breitbart. Privacy concerns mount as project reveals AI can find locations in photos. Now, I talked about this a couple weeks ago, and I said my friend uh, can show you how to take out the photo locator in your camera so that it won't identify where photos are. And you can also scrub those by using a program. But they have now developed an AI that can tell where you are in the world right down to very close locations just by analyzing the photo itself. So it doesn't matter if you have the locator anymore. If you have a photo, they'll know where you are. The students designed the project called Predicting Image Geolocations, or pigeon to find locations using Google street view when presented with personal images that were unfamiliar. For the most part, the program guessed the correct location. The outlet continued like so many applications of AI, this new power is likely to be a double-edged sword. It may help people identify locations of old snapshots from relatives or allow field biologists to conduct rapid surveys of entire regions for invasive plant species, to name but a few of many likely beneficial applications. But it could also be used to expose information about individuals that was never intended to be shared. Similar technology, which he feels will almost certainly become widely available, could be used for government surveillance, corporate tracking or even stalking the Stanford students trained their version of the system with images from Google street view pigeon notices small clues that humans do but also others such as minute differences in foliage soil and weather and they can tell what's going on where and when just by a bunch of photos and the more photos they have the more that will be evident until pretty soon nothing will be sacred Okay, it's a dangerous world, including the inevitable plagues noted in the book of Revelation. From Brownstone Institute, why are so many Californians dying? I I don't know. COVID has claimed about 105,000 lives in the state since 2020. In that same time period, 82,000 more Californians died from everything else than is typical. Adjusted for the decline in population, that non-COVID excess death figure becomes even more concerning as the state has seen its population drop to about the same it was in 2015. In 2015, obviously, there was no COVID. 260,000 of the then 39 million Californians died. In 2023, not including November and December... 240,000 people died not from COVID. 6,000 additional people died from COVID. Extrapolating the year-to-date figures for 2023 creates a final year-end figure of 280,000, which they'll probably have out in another week or two. 20,000 more people than died in 2015. That's 20,000 human lives. That's a non-COVID population-neutral jump of 8%. In other words, despite the protestations of certain officials, the state's death rate has not returned to the pre-COVID levels. In 2019, the year before the pandemic, 270,000 people died with a population at least 400,000 greater than today. Why, they ask. Can't even imagine. From Pfizer, this is their website, Pfizer completes acquisition of SEGAN. Now, I had missed this. This came out on December 14th and I was looking for something and lo and behold, Pfizer Inc. announced the successful completion of its acquisition of Segan Inc., a global biotechnology company that discovers, develops, and commercializes transformative cancer medicines. Pfizer completed its acquisition of all outstanding common stock of Segan for two hundred and twenty-nine dollars in cash per share for a total enterprise value of approximately forty-three billion dollars. They make in that company less than two billion dollars in revenue a year. So Pfizer is obviously betting on cancer going through the roof. I just, wonder why. I just wonder why. I don't know. I guess from Fox. Portland health officials report wasteborne illness rampant among cities homeless. Uh, you know, they got all these homeless people and they, they don't make them do, you know, you got to go use a latrine. They just do it on the streets. And this is causing a problem. While we are currently seeing an increase in Chigella cases in the Portland metro area, the risk to the broader public remains low at this time. And there are no measures for most folks to take at this time. So don't worry about it. The best thing we can do to prevent both respiratory viral illness and diarrheal illness is to keep practicing good hand hygiene. So it's your responsibility to not wor- to protect yourself from what these people are doing. Portland and surrounding areas closed out 2023 with 227 documented Shigella cases, 45 of which occurred in December alone. The CDC described Shigella as bacteria found in fecal matter that can infect someone if ingested. The illness can cause people to experience all kinds of bad things. I'm not going to read them. they're just gross. (laughs) Shigella cases have increased in recent years, skyrocketing in 2023 by 131% compared to 2021 in counties surrounding Portland. Okay. It's just bad policy on the part of the left. And it doesn't matter what the issue is. It doesn't matter if it's drugs. It doesn't matter what the issue is. They always do the wrong thing always. From Fox, Frankenstein drug, 10 times more powerful than fentanyl. Nitazines seeping into the country often sourced from China. From Channel 4 News, a drug sometimes mixed with human bones is ravaging Sierra Leone. So addictive, users become hooked after a single hit, then find themselves quickly trapped in a cycle of self-destruction. Cush, is a mysterious new zombie drug that's ravaging Sierra Leone, an epidemic described as the worst in Africa. And amid fears, the crisis could destabilize the entire nation. A shocking new twist, the use of ground-up human bones as one of the drug's cocktail of ingredients. What are they thinking? Yeah, morality is declining. Oh, boy. Uh, From the Christian Post, abortion was the leading cause of death worldwide in 2023. From the Gateway Pundit, USA boxing to allow biological men to compete against female boxers after introducing transgender policy. That's going to be damaging to some human beings there. From the Post Millennial, high-ranking trans member of the U.S. Space Force, says inclusion is a national security imperative. From the Gateway Pundit, Biden admin sends taxpayer dollars to fund ballroom dance program in Peru to uplift trans youth. <laughs> from the Gateway Pundit, state of South Carolina divests from woke Disney due to structural rot. Smart move, South Carolina. From the post millennial. Violent trans sex offender sues Missouri jail, claims mistreatment for being denied access to women's clothes, we'll say, and a sex change. From the Gateway Pundit. Appeals court unanimously rejects Biden's scheme to force ER doctors to perform abortions. Good. Breitbart. SCOTUS blocks Biden admins ER doctor abortion rule in Idaho. From the Postmillennial. California to provide free sex changes for illegal immigrants. Mm-hmm. Wow. LifeSite, California school district pushing pro-LGBT books, movies on children as young as kindergarten. Hayward Unified School District is promoting LGBTQ plus inclusive films to its more than 19,000 students, including a movie that glorifies transgender drugs for children. Other news, Gateway Pundit. New Hampshire House, you wonder why they're doing this right now. You just have to ask yourself what would prompt them to do this. New Hampshire House of Representatives passes Defend the Guard Act to prohibit National Guard deployment in overseas combat unless Congress officially declares war. Yeah. 2 weeks ago, Biden said we may have to go to war with Russia. We might have to send our troops in there, threatening you because you don't want to fund the Ukraine. That's what this means. The New Hampshire House passed the Defend the Guard Act in a 187 to 182, those are retards, vote, which if passed in the Senate and signed by the governor, would prohibit the deployment of the New Hampshire National Guard into overseas combat unless Congress first votes to declare war. That's a smart move. This is a much-needed legislation as the Biden regime plunges the U.S. into foreign wars left and right, all while leaving American national security vulnerable and our borders wide open. That guy yesterday had the nerve to say that it's the Republicans' fault that we have all these people coming over the southern border. And there are people out there that just believe this nonsense. Defend the Guard has been introduced in other states including Arizona. Zero Hedge. Inside the catastrophic jobs report. Record 1.5 million crash in full-time jobs. Multiple job holders soar to record. Native-born workers plunge and much more. We heard about the great jobs report. It's all untrue. Every month they give you a good report and what I've said this month after month, they revise it down later. But they don't even tell you all of the story, which these guys always do. If one believes the headlines, in December, the U.S. added 216,000 payrolls, which included a record number of double-counted multiple job holders. And yet the number of employed workers actually crashed by 683,000, the biggest drop in four years. Furthermore... Taking a closer look at the composition, we find that in December, the number of well-paid full-time workers collapsed by a record 1.5 million, offset by a 762,000 surge in part-time workers. As for the balance, it was the 222,000 people who discovered last month that to keep up with the economic miracle that is Bidenomics, they need to work at least one more job. In short... December was a catastrophic month for the jobs market, which is why we expect the usual theater, nonstop spin, and lies from the Biden admin, and not a single relevant question from the liberal media, whose job is not to educate or inform, but to carry water, spread lies, and enable propaganda. Now, I go every Sunday to Publix, and I get flowers and food and stuff for the church, and there's a guy that travels all the time. He's always traveling, he comes back and he's always here on Sunday, but he, he I've never seen anybody that travels so much. And he said he got on a plane to Atlanta and then on to San Francisco a week ago. He said there was nobody on the plane to Atlanta. He said it is always always full. He said he got to Atlanta and he said it was like being in a ghost town. He couldn't believe it. he said I've never seen it so empty. The public stores, every one of them is failing from the last years of revenue. All of them. Okay, so I can tell you that we are on a brink in this country and we have whether Trump wins or somebody else wins. We have 11 months of absolute total destruction coming by the current administration to ensure that this country collapses. That's I was driving over here this morning thinking exactly that they have to get this done quickly That's because right. you never know what's coming with the election they may actually lose even if they cheat on it okay so we just get ready for the next 11 months of disaster in this nation yeah. breitbart adams this is new york adams who's been complaining about people sending him people yeah he's he's just complaining about texas sending them listen to this yes. adams pleased that doj is suing to block texas immigration law abbott is trying to hurt cities needs loud message okay he's saying he's suing he's pleased that the government is suing them to keep the borders open and then he complains that they send him the people that want to move to his city that guy better keep my mouth quiet Uh, dr demento that's absolutely Politics brief, but he doesn't have a doctorate, that's for sure. He's got a head full of meat. Anyway, um, ICE makes a massive adjustment to illegal immigrant data after investigation exposed fraud. Listen to this. ICE apologized for the miscalculation. This is a minor miscalculation of public illegal immigrant data after the Daily Caller News Foundation exposed major errors in the agency's statistics. The DNCF reported December 1st that ICE underreported the number of illegal immigrants released from custody that aren't on electric monitors by more than 82%. Okay, no, 172%. No, 18,000%. What? Yes, the agency disclosed to attendees of a private event on December 1st that there are 49,459 illegal immigrants that aren't surveilled with tracking technology as of November 14th, while its own website at the time showed that there were 266. 81,000% off. The DCNF also reported Tuesday that ICE misreported the number of illegal immigrants released with GPS tracking by nearly 600%. The agency told the attendees of the December 1st event that 8,118 illegal immigrants are monitored using GPS trackers as of November 14th, but ICE's website at the time stated that there are 56,805 illegal monitored using GPS as of November 19th. They just make stuff up, post it, and expect nobody ever to believe the right. Uh, yeah, nor question it, yep. Zero Hedge. Park Service seeks to remove William Penn statue yes. to make Philadelphia more welcome and inclusive. It's not like he founded the province of Pennsylvania or something. But thankfully, a day and a half later, Philadelphia Inquirer, William Penn statue, will not be removed from Welcome Park, says National Park Service, in sudden reversal. But this is, we saw this on the communist agenda that I read you once a year, get rid of all of the cultural history of the nation, get rid of anything that establishes us as a moral nation. That was an attempt by them, they got caught, and now it's at least for a year on hold. From 10 News, this is very important. If you are in need of a job, and I'm talking to everybody out there because a lot of people are hurting right now, this is a very important job for you. 10 News, Oscar Meyer is hiring drivers for the Mobile. Yes! Yes. Let's go. Oscar Myers is once again taking applications for the job title of Hot Dogger, which includes the highly coveted duty of driving the iconic Wienermobile. Oscar Mayer fans can apply for the year-long paid gig now through January 31st. You're running out of time, so get your application in soon. Along with driving the 27-foot-long hot dog on wheels 20,000 miles across the country, the chosen applicants will get to visit at least 40 states and hand out more than 250,000 wiener whistles. While the job of a hot dogger essentially entails being a spokesperson for Oscar Mayer, It's a bit unlike a traditional spokesperson role. Along with traveling and attending events, previous hot doggers have been present for 12 marriages when the Wienermobile offered weddings and introduced the first ever hot dog flavored frozen pop to fans in 2022. So get your application in now. If anybody out there applies for this and gets that job, I want to know you. Okay. Oh, I've seen it many times. uh, When I post the photos with this, they will all be of me and Thor when he was about this big standing with the Wienermobile. I tried to look for the video because I have two of them where I went up and I'm standing with the Wienermobile and I sang the Oscar Mayer song. (laughs) Oh, I wish I were an Oscar Mayer wiener. That's what I truly wish to be. Because if I were an Oscar Mayer wiener, then everybody would be in love with me. (laughs) Okay, who said it? Take away the heritage of a people. Speaking about Pennsylvania. Take away the heritage of a people and they are easily destroyed. Who said it? Stalin. Close. Close. You're getting, got to go back a little. Marx, Karl Marx, the communist manifesto. That's what they're doing in this nation. And people just, they just willingly accept this. Okay, I got a double rick here for you because it's so important. If Les had his way, well then we'll be driving the Wiener Mobile. Forty states would pass by as the whistles tweet high and always have hot dogs for meals. Yes. I did not lie, but speak to you Frank. You can take lots of bucks to the bank. It's a whole lot of fun if you drive midst the bun in a hot dog RV kind of tank okay i got some ironies here for you but before i uh, give you our ironies i will tell you that um life is not that bad okay i would like all of you to know i know that there are people they were posting on the uh online chat the people that attend online they were posting about how miserable they were it's like 30 below and 87 below and uh you don't have it nearly as bad as people in florida it is 51 degrees out there at 11 o'clock and we are getting ready to burn the pulpit just to stay warm <laughs> because Floridians are not like people up north. I want you to know that you move here and after a year or so, 51 degrees is terminal weather. So that's my encouragement to all the people out there today is that we really have it rough in Sarasota, Florida. Okay, I got some irony for you. Mail online. Texas high school basketball player and brother beat up the coach in school parking lot after player was benched for behavior. (laughs) (laughs) Brothers are now arrested. Yeah, there you go. Mail online. I call this one blind justice. Chicago man convicted for gas station murder in 2011 and sentenced to prison for 76 years is to get a new trial after the key eyewitness turned out to be... Blind. Oh! Okay, and just because I couldn't wait till next week, I had to throw this last one in today. Kentucky Health. FDA leaders say thousands of Americans are likely to die this winter because too many of them no longer believe in vaccines. Such is the world in which we live. So, from Sarasota, Florida to Ulaanbaatar, Mongolia, I'm Charlie Garrett, and that is your CG Prophecy Report for the week.